0: Hey everybody, Uh, this is really an amazing scenario that we're in right now. We really can't get going anywhere until we find Scott, and Scott is lost. Stick with me, we'll be right back. Today's program is season one, episode twenty-two, and where in the hell did you go? I was, uh, I was in the maze. You were in the maze. Yes. Uh, you were gone for about forty minutes. Yeah, it's. I know that's a big one, but why? I'm gonna pretend. I'm gonna say I did all three mazes, but amazing. I just got lost in the what first one. Was a play world. on words. Well, we couldn't do anything. You had a priority. I don't have any idea why anybody would do this, but it seems like fun if you don't get lost like Scott does. And Scott literally did get lost. We've got all sorts of people that are doing corn mazes all throughout, the, let's say, the Atlantic coast, all the way over to, you know, Minnesota, Wisconsin, that sort of thing. We happen to be in White House, Ohio, and we're with Christy Giha. Who is, where is this? This is, we're lost already. It's called the corn maze at the Butterfly House, isn't it? And it's the White House while It is, yep. What made you decide to go and do something like this?
1: So for the past 10, 11 years, we've done a corn maze um, every season. And we select a different theme each season. And this season, we selected hometown heroes. Went hometown heroes? Yes.
0: From, let's say, the area that the White House is in right now? Correct. First of all, tell me, I looked at on the website And the only way really to see this corn maze in its full spectrum is from like 30,000 feet up.
1: From the air. Yep. Where do you get
0: these patterns, first of all?
1: First of all, I work with a company in Iowa. We give them a layout of the land. So it's a 16-acre corn maze. And then together, we sort of get, come up with ideas, and he does a couple drawings, and finally we'll approve a drawing and submit it. And then come June, July, they'll come out to White House, Ohio, and cut the corn maze. You, they cut it? Yep. yep. Oh. How, how do a, they do that? It's incredible. It's a company that literally drives throughout the country and cuts corn mazes. They, they, they homeschool their kids, and they drive throughout the country, and they... They That's, keep corn mazes for a living. All
2: right. The that, secret's been revealed. <laughs>
1: yeah. but, but no, it's so wild.
0: I mean, uh, that, when you said that you submit the idea, mm-hmm. I mean, do they give you a selection? It's like swatches that you get to choose no, from? No.
1: A couple times we've actually drawn out the idea. I don't know if you remember, but probably 10 years ago we did a Crystal Socks corn maze. She was one of the American Idol Contestants. contestants yeah, contestants, yeah. How from here crystal
0: bower area we took co- that, like
1: an image of what crystal looked like in a guitar and we just sort of created it together um and then he plugs it into some type of gps coordinate system plugs that gps system into a rototiller tractor and then cuts the corn
0: no you said rototiller yeah and hey, so he's just basically it's kind of like
1: He's following a map. by
0: dots. I mean, <laughs> seriously, he's he's just going by a map and it says turn right here, so he t- he doesn't even know what it looks he like. He doesn't
1: even know what it looks like. So no, not for maybe 3 or 4 weeks after it's cut, do we send a drone above the corn maze and we'll take images and then we'll be able to see what it looks like.
0: That picture that's on the website right now is from a drone? Correct. That's it's wild. A, it's a surprise for everybody. I mean, yep. so so you don't, well, that's why. So did you draw this or did somebody?
1: This, My brother and I talked about the idea and we thought hometown heroes with everything going on with COVID and with, um, you know, homeschooling. We selected a medical personnel, a teacher, and then a delivery driver. So those oh, were the, the three. Essentials, yep, the, all the essentials. The first
0: responders mm-hmm. and I'll be darned.
1: So once my brother and I kind of came up with this idea, we talked to this company in Iowa. He came up with a couple of drawings, and we said, yep, looks good.
0: Now, you said you've been doing this for years. Yes. How did you come up with the idea that I want to do
1: this? Just we're a family-run farm. Yeah. And I think at this point, especially, we're all looking for outdoor activities to do with our families that are kid-friendly. This is a spook-free maze, so there's not going to be any scary creatures jumping out at you. But I think right now we're all looking for things to do on the weekends that are safe and outside.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, this, like you said, the COVID thing is just changing everything. It, it is. I mean, and now we're going to talk to your your father, Duke Wheeler, pretty soon. You, you, you folks are providing a tree farm, Christmas tree farm. And I want to find out how this basically affects the tree farm business as well. But for you, I got a, I got an idea that this is going to be fun. And Now, you've already been open since what? The end of... Uh,
1: we just opened this past Saturday, September 19th. Have you
0: had people coming in already?
1: We've had lots of people coming lots in. Lots of
0: people coming in. Yep. Now, you don't, in the olden days, back when, you used to provide, you know, little essentials like popcorn or hot dogs or things of this nature. You're not doing that anymore because of the COVID, right? We
1: are providing water and cans of pop. So that's it. And they can help themselves. Um, But, yeah, we're not doing hot dogs. We're not doing popcorn this year due to COVID.
0: Okay. Now, my question here is, it's got to be tall enough so that you can't see over it. But it can't be too tall. Do you ever get anybody lost?
1: (laughs) We have had probably two incidences of children <laughs> below the Mommy! age of six. <laughs> and it's quite terrifying, you know, when you can't find your child. Um, we have a emergency response plan in place. We have officers on duty, so we do get do you, do, you said
0: you had drones. Do drones go up in the air? Do the... <laughs> <laughs> you've got the alert? first responders coming in? If you call them on the cell phone, if you see the drone, follow the follow drone the home. the drone, Jimmy! Uh, you don't lose... What is the longest period of time the child's been gone oh and,
1: three minutes oh, i three mean <laughs> it's i can see it right now look for the first responders in white house
0: <laughs> i can't imagine okay so mom is probably petrified but you find three minutes a little jimmy's crying mm-hmm. um so not to scare everybody from going to a
2: maze but if the corn is that tall what kind of corn are we talking about that's what i was gonna ask sweet go corn ahead. is what like eight feet tall did we learn at the pumpkin farm the other day it, it's, I other, think they
0: said anywhere from six to eight feet. It's the shortest of the bunch. So this um, is obviously taller.
1: This is field corn. It's closer to 10 to 12 feet in so some places. Adults, do adults ever get lost? We haven't had any adults lost, but there's a first time for everything, Well, my, my, my
2: Mike is going Mike's a it. perfect I am candidate. I'm not going through it. I'll probably get lost.
0: Look for the sun, but it's cloudy outside. So... <laughs> and that's How
2: long does it take? I'm it? bringing you at night. <laughs> Don't do that. Do we have night hours?
1: We do. We're open until 10 p.m. So the last ticket sold be in at the 9 dark? You guys are saying In sadist. the dark. In the dark.
0: No wonder Jimmy and Julie get lost. <laughs> have they
1: brought them out in the
0: nighttime or is it daytime ventures? I
1: would say. Parents with young children usually come during the day since bedtime might be closer to eight or nine. But yeah, I think that usually families with young children are here during daylight hours.
0: Do you have COVID spacing? I mean, do you let them go like at Cedar Point? Okay, give them 10 feet. Okay, next. And then you go that route?
1: What we've done for the admissions desk area, we have cones spaced out every six feet. So you and your family or your party will stay at one cone, so on and so forth. We also will sort of say, okay, Mike, you're going to start with maze One, you know, the next customer is going (laughs) to start In maze three, so we can kind of space you out based on the mazes. So it's the a it's more
0: than one maze. Oh yeah, there's
1: three different mazes. Oh lord. Covering 16 acres of cornfield. And you've only lost two children? Only two children. Oh, that They're was this year? Very responsible parents. I thought those
2: was over 10 years. <laughs> was, this ten, was that this year?
1: <laughs> no. This was over the last 10 oh, years. Okay, I think okay. we've had two children. Scott, <laughs> don't <laughs> start the,
0: the ratio. ratio the The listeners in Indiana uh, want to know where a few of these are. I did a little research. There's Hogan Farms, it's a pumpkin patch. There's uh, exploration acres, another pumpkin patch and uh, corn maze, and then there's a uh, Kendall Family Farm and Adventures, another corn maze. Just check these folks out online, look up their telephone numbers, give them a holler. They're all rated above five, so I mean you're gonna have a blast.
2: I want to go back to the guy making the maze. Mm-hmm. How long does it take him? Did you say
1: it takes him about two days to create the maze? And keep in mind the corn is only at, like, knee height when they cut it.
2: Oh, that early?
1: Yes. So they cut it maybe the last week in June, first week in July. Uh, Knee high, 4th of July.
0: They don't have a map in front of them and they're going, you should have turned right about 200 yards ago. This is strictly...
1: Like a GPS. GPS. High tech system. Yeah. I get
0: lost with a GPS. We almost got lost coming here with it. So I don't know how these guys could do this. Yeah, well, it's he... so early. That's what blows my mind.
1: Yep. Well, I you mean, can't and, see
0: it regardless. Well, even
2: in July, he could see. Yeah, you can't see what you're doing, but he's not going to get lost because he's doing see it see so early.
0: <laughs> and they, they, they draw it. When do you submit this? Oh. You know,
1: like February or March. Yeah, uh, quite a bit of quite a bit of time before the actual maze so is you, cut.
0: When you're done with this one, mm-hmm. you're going to already have something. For I don't want to know what next one's going to be. That's going to be a surprise too. But this right. is all dedicated to the first responders because of what we're presently going through as far as COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, we're talking about when do you, how, how long is this going to be going on? See, I got so many questions. I know. It, well, it goes through October 31st. Okay, the, Halloween. You have people coming out.
1: We do, we do. And then the farmer, we actually harvest the corn about maybe the first or second week in November. So somebody will come and cut all the corn down, and, and then actually harvest it. They'll harvest, yeah, the, for the crop. animal feed.
0: This is animal feed. Yes. And and
1: how tall is it again? It can be ten to twelve feet in some oh places. My it's a very dense crop for sure.
0: Okay. Now I, uh, we drove through on our way here. We saw where the corn maze was. It's by, believe it or not, these folks even have a butterfly house, but it's, it's out by in that direction. This looks like, you know, it's so inviting mm-hmm. now, you've only been open a week so far. We're going to be open all the way through October 31. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the hours? I mean, are you going to be open during weekdays, or is it strictly going to be, let's say, Friday, Saturday, and maybe Sunday afternoon till six o'clock?
1: So we open during the weekdays for large groups. So if local companies or organizations want to do, you know, a team building event of some sort or a, a employee appreciation event, we will open during the week. Team building, you
0: actually do find people to do
1: this. We do. This- we do. So there's kind of a fun activity within the mazes. There's different posts in each maze. So there's 6 posts in each maze numbered 1 through 6 or, you know, 7 through 12 or whatever it would be. And you go to, when you find each post, there's a little Checkpoint thing on the on your map, and you just kind of cross off that you saw. Each it's Kind of like a scavenger hunt. Exactly. Yep. For adults. Yep.
0: So is this
2: common with? I mean, because this podcast a goes around the world. Yep. But not everybody has mazes this semi year. But right. we're designed but for the for, for our niche area, the Midwest, are are all these ideas pretty common among, you know, if if I'm in Illinois listening to you, I can say, oh, there's probably a checkpoint or...
1: Yeah, I think most of them, locally at least, have checkpoints. We used to have a hole punch at each checkpoint within the maze and you would hole punch your spot on your map for that that checkpoint. But now with COVID, we didn't want multiple people using, you know, a single hole punch. So now we're just having you bring your own marker and just mark it off.
0: What time does it I don't know what time. How long does it usually take? For a person to complete the whole maze.
1: So, I would say, how good of a navigator are uh-huh. you? See, That's the question. See
0: that? Now, when you're talking navigation, this is on, you're blind, you can't see around. Mm-mm. You gotta look at either the stars. Is it lit at night? <laughs> is it lit? <laughs> there's
1: a couple of spotlights on uh-huh. the entrance of the mazes, but no, I mean, it's a pitch black field. At nighttime. At nighttime, you have the mood. You guys
0: have really weird senses of humors. I mean I'm surprised you don't get do you ever find people cheating, just finally giving up and they cut through the corn? You no, know,
1: I hope not. We we ask that you not because then it sort of ruins the pathways, but I'm sure it happens. Well
0: I mean I can imagine some people getting a little claustrophobic and a little freaked out.
1: I would say I mean that could easily happen.
0: Has it me- happened? <laughs> Not to mention
2: scary animals.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm, I mean, you know, this is really out in the country. Yeah. Okay, Michigan people, you want to get out with the kids? Enjoy these mazes. Enjoy the whole scenario. This is Autumn. On In Michigan, you got Farmer Jay's corn maze. And they've got a beautiful record of a 5.0 for years. Then there's the Bucks, D E, capital B U C K S, corn and pumpkin maze. That's located on Martz Road in Belleville, Michigan. Then you look up uh, Coleman's corn maze, another 5.0. That's on Jordan Road in Saline or Salina, Michigan. For those of you listening in Illinois or Illinois, there's Conow's, K O N O W S, corn maze. That's another five star. Uh, Richardson Adventure Farm, that's a five-star. And then uh, we've got English Prairie Farms, uh, that's in Grove, Illinois, that's another five-star. Give them a holler. Look them up online and give them a holler. Are Every one of these, I mean, not every one of them, but the the corn maze is basically, no matter where, whether it's Wisconsin or New Hampshire, if they're going to be doing it, it's basically done the same way that you're describing it right now?
1: Yes. Yep. I didn't know that. I know. I
0: thought... I, I'm, I always wondered how in the world they did this, but you have to have a 21st century technology in order for this to work for you?
1: You know, I wonder how they did it 100 years ago. I mean, I don't think yeah. this is a they newer it concept. Years ago. Who knows? Well, they had
0: mazes 100 years was ago. Probably one maze. No, I mean, the Victorian like mazes, today. you know, that they made right. out of whether it was, you know, ewes or whether it was out of tall hedge. Mm-hmm. But they had these 12 to 15 foot shrubs at, at Victorian mansions that people intentionally got lost and they couldn't find people for days. So right now, with with these twelve to fifteen foot tall corn stalks, I'm surprised. But you have GPS. You have GPS, and you've got you've got drones that can fly. So finding people, and this one's dedicated to all of the first responders and the essentials. And you're making sure, Christine, that there are plenty of essentials. And how far away is the fire department from here? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, mile Christy, and a half. It's, it's it's just
0: it's a mile and a half.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. Is uh, there is there
2: like a uh, uh, an association or a group that you guys may belong to of like corn maize people? You know, do you share yeah, files special or? Special people.
1: That's a good question. We, we work with the Ohio Farm Bureau. So I'm sure there's corn maize farmers within that bureau. Um, I don't know if there is a national corn maze association. We are in the National Christmas one. Tree Farm Association. Yeah. Well, now I
0: know that. <laughs> uh, and and Duke is basically, uh, I can't say that I blame you. Your family should be really proud for what you've done with the Christmas tree end of it, you've been doing this for. Have you been in charge of this for eleven years, Straight? I have been personally? working
1: in Toledo with my dad for the last eleven years. Yes, but I mean, we we started we purchased the Christmas tree farm in nineteen ninety. So it's been since I was you know ten You're years a old. yeah. And then, so, but I've been living in Toledo, working on the farm for about eleven years.
0: Oh, congratulations! Thank my you. goodness. This is this is just beautiful. I mean, now. Do you have schools that come over here?
1: We do. We have elementary schools, high schools, they have races within the mazes. Um you know we see. Races the whole,
0: within the mazes. Yeah,
1: we have like kids that cross country teams come out and just They run
0: through it? They do. They do. Have you ever had anybody that had a little bit too much libation in them to not yet
1: not that i'm aware of not we that do that have a no alcohol
0: no people i know it's covid but uh, and you, you're justifying the consumption with the alcohol that's aspect, what the family
2: does after they shut down right. on the last night after
0: they find little jimmy bottles up yeah <laughs> take me home i'm having tequila <laughs> pennsylvania people in pennsylvania listening there's a what's called cool spring corn maze and farm that's on franklin road in uh merzer pennsylvania then there's mazella m-a-z-e-z-i-l-l-a that's on old road in uh, state route 115 in sailor sailorville pennsylvania and i've got a, a third one in pennsylvania it's called mast farms m-a-s-t hey, they've got the corn maize these are all rated over five five that's on main street in morgantown pennsylvania Gay okay, nebraska folks there's a five-star. All of these are going to be five stars and above. But uh, in Nebraska, the farm is called Skinny Bones. It's a pumpkin patch and corn maze. It's located on Northeast Route 133 in Blair, Nebraska. Okay, the final one in Nebraska right now is Vallas V-A-L-A-S, another 5.0. It's a pumpkin patch, apple farm, and a corn maze. They're located, uh, well, look them up. How much are you planning on expanding this even further?
1: In terms of the corn maze, I think we're maxed out from our acreage. We have 16 acres to work with. You're 16? I'm try, impressed. We try to be like a seasonal farm and that. You know, we have the corn maze, and then that kind of leads into Christmas tree season. We have a little bit of, of a break in the winter, and then the butterfly house opens up May 1st.
0: Do you have anything to do directly with the butterfly house itself? Yes. And the co- I, I just want to touch on this, Scott. You know, yes, Scott wants us to stick, but... Are you planning? I mean, has COVID basically caused any type of, I, I, we know that you're shut down for now mm-hmm. um, because of the close quarters, but your dad Duke allowed us to come in with one of the of the broadcast stations to record this. And when you're in there, I can imagine if by any chance somebody's on some medication that you're seeing these with the classical music that's floating around that you're in Nirvana. Are mm-hmm. you planning on opening this up again soon? Are you gonna do COVID responsible things? And what are they?
1: All of that, yes. We are planning to open it up again May 1st, as long as we can import the butterflies. We import them from Costa Rica and other places in the, in the, like all over the world in a chrysalis form. Um, so, yeah, we plan to open May 1st, and we'll probably have to limit our capacity in terms of how many guests we have inside the butterfly house at one time. But as things change, we continue to evolve as well.
0: Do you still do – I remember we were here watching a uh, – a, a monarch butterfly release. Mm-hmm. Do you still do that?
1: We haven't done that in a few years, but we'd like to do that again.
0: That was wild. Mm-hmm. That was that was really. I mean, the kids that were involved. I mean, children would. Now, did you bring the? Now, for those who aren't really, I didn't learn about chrysalis until the first time we talked to Duke and company, your family about the butterfly house. I was called them cocoons.
1: So moths live oh. in cocoons. Oh, Butterflies live in chrysalis.
0: That's <laughs> like, I live on the other side of the tracks. The coal people live over here. So mm-hmm. the, the the chrysalis is, and now you have multiple chrysalises mm-hmm. and in order to understand and know about the butterfly house itself and how the, how long it takes for, is it a gestation period? Correct. Um, how long certain butterflies, do you have educational basis for this? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you get Schools to bring people over.
1: We do. We have, um, you know, schools bring people over. Science teachers come and do presentations. Um, but pretty much, Duke was sort of the the individual that knew as much, knew a lot about the Butterfly House, the butterflies, where we got them from, and he was definitely part of the education. It is really an house.
0: experience in itself. And that was before the corn maze, before mm-hmm. you came up with a brilliant yep. idea. Yep. Uh, when do you anticipate any type of opening up again on the Butterfly House? So May
1: 1st, 2021. Regardless. 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 You're we, going, we God. Are, hopefully. I mean, the reason we couldn't open this past May is we really could not import any butterflies oh. from anywhere. They, the flights were canceled. That the pilots, was the reason. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. I thought it was just because you know you since you are responsible citizenry citizens of the United States of America that you wanted to make sure and I think that's part of it also but with bringing them
1: in mm-hmm. are you able to bring them
0: in? Now? now?
1: Yep, they're starting to bring them in now. You, but at this point, it's so late in the season. We typically would close end of September, early October anyway, right. because the weather's changing and everything. So um, we're just going to hopefully go gung-ho come April and May next, oh, next spring. Oh, I'd yeah.
0: like to, if it's at all possible, Christy, and with Duke, to be able to do something on the Butterfly House solely if that's feasible. If that's we would feasible. love it. Oh, Please. fantastic. I've been telling Scott all about it. He's going, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Hey, okay, those of you in the North Midwest in Wisconsin, there's a farm called T-R-E-I-N-E-N, Trinan Farm and Corn Maze, uh, well, as well as a pumpkin patch, but they're located on State Route 60 in Lodi, Wisconsin. Give them a holler, too. Find out their hours and when you can bring the chillin'. So, uh, on closing, I want you to tell us exactly where you're located, what times you're open, what hours you're opening, and uh, can, can the, the customer or the... the, the can they bring anything that they want with them?
1: So we are open um, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. We open on Friday from five until ten, Saturday noon until ten, and Sunday noon until six. We have families that are you're welcome to bring a water bottle, a flashlight if you come in the evening. That's completely fine with us. We're located just in case you lose, <laughs> <Julie> <laughs> case you lose Jimmy. Anyone. We are located at one one four five five Obie Road which is the Butterfly House. And if they need more information, they can visit our website at wheelerfarms.com.
0: That's wheelerfarms.com. That'll take that'll encompass the tree farm, the Butterfly House, and your corn maze.
1: Correct. Yep. And
0: I'm telling you, you look at this corn maze, you're never going to figure out how the GPS is going to help them do this. <laughs> All right, Christy Geha, I appreciate this. We look forward to going into the Butterfly House. In May, but I want people to come out And I'm popping my piece, Scott No, you're terrible But anyways, uh, come out, follow the directions We're at White House, Ohio, the White House Tree Farm You can't miss it Duke's going to go out there and tackle you regardless If you pass it, (laughs) and you won't pass it So, Christy, I appreciate this We would like, if at all possible, to have you come back on With the Butterfly House, as well as The Christmas Tree Farm, as well as The uh, Corn Maze Thank 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 you. you, lady
1: Thank you for coming out today
0: Thank you for having us, we appreciate it Thanks for listening to Your Midwest Garden. If you like today's conversation, please share this podcast with friends and family. And don't forget to click on the subscribe button so you won't miss any future episodes. Plus, if you have any show topics you'd like us to discuss, head on over to our sponsor's Facebook page, which is Black Diamond Garden Center, and message them your topic idea. For all of us at Your Midwest Garden Podcast, I'm Michael Rourke, the garden guy. Hope you enjoyed today's conversation.